Welcome to a Skin Depth Convo. I'm Anna Kugadikes. This is a show focused on educating and inspiring all those in the skincare and beauty industry. And today we focus on one of the more common reasons why clients seek out skincare professionals, acne. Joining the roundtable discussion today is Ella Cressman, licensed esthetician and part of the education team for Lair Clinical, and one of her clients, Kylea Mullen, who opens up about her personal experiences with acne and how they work together to help her skin. But first, as always, we have our two expert hosts, part of the founders of Lyra Clinical, Metaxi Delicas and Francine Kagaragis. Ladies, we are back in the studio. Hello. Good morning. Hello. We're excited to be back here, rolling, getting rolling with our next show, which is all about acne. But before we get into the roundtable discussion on acne, we'll first go into the science and answer your questions. We'll get to the bottom of what acne really is. But first, a word from Lyra Clinical. Lyric Clinical takes today's skincare to the next level. Using cutting-edge technology and the best high-quality ingredients, Lyric gives you brighter, healthier, younger-looking skin. With award-winning products, advanced education, and innovative skincare philosophies, Lyric Clinical is redefining aesthetics and offering superior products and treatments that produce remarkable results. It's beauty from the inside out. Be bright, be beautiful, Lyric Clinical. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, A Skin Depth Convo, where you can listen to past episodes. And when you subscribe, you'll be notified when the next episode drops. But now, let's get into acne, ladies. Before you treat acne, you have to understand, and that's why you both are here. What is acne and how do you define it? Well, the medical term for common acne is acne vulgaris. We have a dermatologist that specifically handles acne. And we had the privilege of working with them for quite a while in San Francisco, Dr. Cohen. I mentioned him before. But we've seen a lot of young people and older people come into the office just for that diagnosis, acne. There's four different grades of acne. And I think that's really important to understand. It's not just the word acne and one size fits all. There's four different grades. First being, Fran? Okay, we have four different grades. Most estheticians are working on the first three. Number one is the non-inflammatory type of acne with open and closed comedones, which are better known as whiteheads and blackheads. And those are non-inflammatory. Grade two acne is again, comedones, open and closed comedones, papules, and a few pustules. Then the third grade of acne, now we're beginning to get into inflammatory acne, where you have larger papules, pustules, and a few cysts. And now the acne also goes down the neck and also on parts of the body and the torso. And then the most severe type of acne, which is totally inflammatory, is with cysts, papules, and pustules. When you get to grade four acne, we do suggest you go to a dermatologist because at this point you don't want to have any ice pick scars or any scarring. So you begin with a dermatologist and then you can continue on with your esthetician after that. I had an experience. A mother brought me her son. He was a teenager and he had grade four. I have never seen acne like this. There was no skin that was without some type of inflammation. Face, neck, chest, back. It was terrible. And it was the first time I said that really you really need to go see a doctor because time is really important that you kind of clean this up. Mm -hmm. She decided to go to esthetician school and her son went to a dermatologist, but she continued to learn about acne, get her esthetician license, do all the treatments on him. And he did really well. There was some scarring. I mean, when we're talking grade four, we're talking very severe, but she really helped him through the journey. And in fact, came back about 10 years later and was really pleased with herself because she became now the acne specialist in her clinic. So it was really nice. But grade four, as you said, you do need the dermatologist to give you systemic treatments. Right. Right. And then you can also work on topically at the same time. So 
becomes very important to know when to send your client to the physician and give them the correct product to control and manage acne correct. lesions. That's perfect. It is the management of acne. And it's got to be so difficult for somebody also going through their teenage years to deal with something like that, a grade four. I mean, that's got to be emotionally difficult for somebody like that. He was very depressed. This young man, beautiful young man, very depressed. His mom, I mean, he wouldn't go out. Mm -hmm. He just stayed in the house. I mean, it was acne on top of acne on top of acne. It was just terrible. When he took his shirt off, there was, you could see the... And that's where medication is important yeah, at this so point. It is a very serious, serious condition of the skin if we're not taking care of it properly. Thank you for the opportunity for us to talk about it because I think, you know, estheticians will have more clients coming in for acne. And estheticians have done a fabulous most. job yeah. managing acne and dealing with lesions and dealing with the right type of products to actually help and maintain clear skin under clients. Do you remember, Fran, when we were working with Dr. Cohen that Accutane became really, I think it was introduced back then, and people were coming in for this quick fix? It was a very common at that time because people, they started breaking out. The problem is a lot of times dermatologists gave it to people that probably didn't even need it. And sometimes one series of Accutane wasn't enough and you would have to repeat it. But I remember that it was supposed to be a, a fix-all or a cure and it right. really hasn't. And Accutane does a, quite a few things. There's some side effects with right. it also. If we can deal with acne first topically, I know their doctors also give antibiotics and other things right. systemically. But at this point, we do want to talk about topical acne right. and how we can handle it. Okay. Well, you're talking about Accutane and how there are different side effects. Right. So adolescence definitely is a very common time that you have people with, that get acne. So is, is it something about the hormones? What is it? Well, I remember my second son, uh, Billy, he was prescribed Accutane because he had a couple of breakouts, but it was really common then to give Accutane. And we realized there is a place for it, mm -hmm. but it wasn't just given out, like Francine said earlier, to anyone who just wanted it to get rid of all their acne. There is certain things that we can do to prevent some of these breakouts. True. And acne is hereditary. That's a condition known as retention hyperkeratosis. Hyper means too much keratin being retained in the follicle. And the reason why this usually happens is because laminar granules release an enzyme in the skin. When a client does not have enough of this particular enzyme, the follicle does not get cleaned out. Mm -hmm. And when this happens, it gets clogged. It gets clogged with dead cells. It then starts getting clogged with more sebum and then eventually even bacteria. So this is hereditary because if you do not have enough of laminar granules, then the follicle is clogged. So this is why it becomes very important when you're dealing with hereditary acne to go ahead and use products that exfoliate the follicle and also to do peels. Okay, so what other triggers are there? So that's one of the triggers. Are there other triggers to acne? Medication. I mean, certain medications can cause breakouts, stress. I mean, I've seen mature acne where a lot of people are under a lot of stress. My favorite's hormonal. Yeah. <laughs> different different hormones, different stages of life, right? Absolutely. And this is what you were talking about. Young people, when they start going into puberty, their hormones start to flux. And at this point, when they get too much of certain hormones, usually testosterone, what happens, it produces more sebum. And then the skin becomes oilier. The follicle becomes clogged. And so this is when they start to get breakout. So this usually happens at adolescence. And this also happens when you're stressed, as Metaxia is saying too, because again, when you're stressed, the same thing happens. Your hormones begin to start fluctuating. Again, you get a little more testosterone, skin becomes oilier, the follicle becomes clogged. Again, stress acne falls into the same type of category. Okay. And then what about things like foods? Like I remember hearing the old wives tale growing up of don't eat chocolate, don't eat French fries because, you know, that's going to give you acne. Is that true? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> you could eat all the chocolate you want. Fantastic. I like hearing that. So we could eat chocolate. <laughs> but are there any certain foods that actually do trigger acne? Dairy is one of the big ones. We've heard this in the past, and a lot of people understand, you know, all the cheese we love, yogurts, all of this. And it is because there are two proteins in the milk. Whey and casein are the proteins in milk that stimulate growth hormones, not only in calves, but in us when we drink milk. These proteins release a hormone similar to insulin called IGF-1. This hormone triggers acne, but dairy is one of the items that you do need to avoid. There is scarring that happens when skin is not treated uh, one way or the other by going to a doctor or by getting certain services, procedures that an esthetician could do to help minimize it. It's just not one size fits all. So there is different factors that we need to be aware of and really getting a good history and understanding their family history of it, understanding their lifestyles, understanding some of, I mean, even not cleansing your face properly. I could also remember another story that my youngest son was playing football and really hard time having him wash his face. And he had that strap, football, that strap oh, everywhere. Yeah. And he would have that buildup, that oils, and he wouldn't cleanse his face properly. So he had more acne there. Mm -hmm. So understanding their lifestyle, understanding what you could do to help them. Diet, like Francine said, it's really important that many factors aligned the right way and considered can actually minimize and actually sometimes even clear up acne. Or even a lot of young girls when they're wearing makeup and right. they don't realize they need to cleanse their skin at night. It's very important for them to understand. Again, they're putting on makeup that is comedogenic, that blocks that follicle. And at this point, they you know they begin to break out and then they wear more makeup yeah. to on, cover. On top of acne. it. On top, on top of, of it, it because they're <laughs> trying to get it over it. Yeah. Yes, I was one of those girls. Every so often I would have a breakout, usually hormonal. And at this point, what would happen is you'd wear more makeup, more concealers. Then the opposite side of that is that we have a lot of teenagers using the Stridex pads or whatever they sell over the counter that would strip their skin to the point that they would cause their skin to have, you know, dehydration and opening mm -hmm. the epidermis was not healed properly. So you would have a breakout just because their skin was not properly balanced. There was a line that's sold over the counter that you use it, but all of a sudden your skin is dehydrated, irritated, mm -hmm. sensitive. I used them once. I remember I had those little, they were the little pads. It was one that you put it over your right. skin, but it was so drying and I already have very dry skin. So my skin became even more dry. And then obviously with that, then you have more oils come up, which Correct. means more acne, right? Well, that's right. one of the triggers because what happens is we're so used to cleaning out the follicle and making sure we strip off those oils so we don't get breakout. What happens is we overstrip the skin mm -hmm. and excessive exfoliation. And so what happens is sebum actually protects our skin. And when the skin identifies that they see that there's not enough sebum on the surface, it produces double the amount of sebum to protect. And then the more you strip, the worse the sebum produces more and more oils and the skin is oilier. This mm -hmm. is why you're great for about an hour and two hours later, the shine is back. Yeah. I have suffered from oily skin when I was young and I thought if I put more hydration it would cause more oils, but it wasn't that. It took years to figure that out, that your skin, when your skin is well balanced, and hydrated. It's not going to produce those oils. So it's just a learning curve. And I think an esthetician is so valuable to explain to their clients that there is a process. And like Francine says, the body is trying to repair itself mm -hmm. by producing more oils to give you that balance and give you that protection. It took me a while to figure that out. Well, balance is a big thing. And we'll be talking about probiotics a little later. And this is about protecting the skin, balancing the skin. And that's the key thing a professional is able to do for you, is give you product to balance the skin. Probiotics are a big one here. We are not just stripping. We are actually repairing and replacing. Yes. And that's what's really important. It's the way you cleanse 
and it's the way you balance your skin out with a proper balance of serums and certain ingredients and, and sun protection. Mm-hmm. Th- this is really important to put back what the epidermis is lacking when you're going through all this treatments, all these treatments. And when you're dealing with acne, you're dealing with skin that's inflamed. Yeah. So the first thing we have to do is actually put hydration back in the skin, give products that are anti-inflammatory to calm down that redness. So then you can go ahead and treat the follicle at that point and get in there and exfoliate and take care of the skin. But the first thing is hydration and anti-inflammatories. We talk about this in our classes. We say that um, if someone's going to get a service, the first thing they do if you're going to a hospital is put an IV. Mm -hmm. And Francine has mentioned it in a lot of the classes is that before you treat acne, you have to hydrate it. You have to put reassurance back in that epidermis that it's going to be okay. You just don't attack it with a peel right away. If we think of it that way, it needs help. It Mm -hmm. needs to be reinforced. It needs to be hydrated. And when it's hydrated, the skin will give you more results. And this is important, especially when a first-time client walks in with acne and an esthetician has been trained that they need to use exfoliating products and they're looking at this client, but they're red. So the first thing we do, Mm -hmm. a hydrating, calming, as Metaxia said, anti-inflammatory treatment to calm the inflammation down first. Then you can start introducing more and more exfoliating products because now the skin can handle it. And we didn't mention too is scarring and pigmentation. You could say that, you know, the skin also gets so exhausted as far as protecting that site. There's more activity with pigmentation, hyperpigmentation, and then all of a sudden the acne goes away, but the pigment spot's still there, lingers there. That has happened to me quite a bit. I do deal with pigment, Mm -hmm. hormonal pigment, and so when I get a breakout, by the time I extract it, and at this point, I have trauma pigment. And that lasts between three weeks and three months. Well, the older you are, the longer it takes for it to kind of release. Usually when you're younger. Are you trying to tell me something? Are you trying to tell me my melanin is slow? (laughs) It slows down. But when you're young, you you could get a little spot and it goes away within a few weeks as we get older. (laughs) My healing process is too slow. The pigment kind of stagnates. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, 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 yeah. There's but a lot it, of love in this room. Here. Oh, totally. <laughs> but uh, the problem is, it all depends how you extract. I mean, you know, I, I'm a picker. I'm not going to tell you I'm not. I love a lot of estheticians. They love going for those extractions. I do too. And there's and, a limit to that too. <laughs> it's true. And so I do need to make sure I use some type of melanin suppressant so I don't cause as much hyperpigmentation. So this is why it becomes very important for acne clients to be using melanin suppressants so we don't have as much trauma pigment and we don't have to deal with it as much. All right, now on the next episode, we'll discuss acne protocols and how to deal with acne in aesthetics. But for now, we did receive a lot of questions from the listeners about acne and you could email your questions to skindepthconvo at lyraclinical.com. That's skindepthconvo at lyraclinical.com. And our first question today comes from at Flawless Skin Studio underscore Blackhawk CA. This is from Angelina D'Angelo. She asks, how about going over fungal acne and how it never gets treated because it's not a common subcondition of acne. First off, what is fungal acne? Fungal acne is actually a common skin condition and it's a little bit misunderstood. On the surface of our skin, we have a lot of different bacteria and yeasts. What fungal acne is, is an overgrowth of yeast present in the follicle. When this occurs, it results in inflammation. So what we need to do is again, go in there and clean it out. There's many different things we can do, but one of the most popular things that's out there especially when you have fungal acne on the body, is a 
dandruff shampoo known as Selsun Blue. Mm -hmm. What works in Selsun Blue is selenium sulfide. And the way it works is it goes in there and it's an antifungal that helps clean out the follicle. So when you do have it on the body, you can go ahead and use Selsun Blue on the body. So when fungal acne appears again on the face or on the neck or on the decollete, it's gonna show up as papules and pustules. And what we need to understand is that it actually is contagious. Mm -hmm. So you really? do have to wash your clothes after you go to the gym. Wash your hands. And wash your hands. But Acne products do also work with fungal acne because, you, again, you do have to clean out the follicle. But if it is inflamed, the same thing we do for acne, you have mm -hmm. to do for fungal acne, anti-inflammatories. Put hydration and then go ahead and use an exfoliating product. Wouldn't our ice scrub really be really good for that? Uh, ice scrub would be great for the pustules. Uh -huh. uh, the salicylic cleanser would be great. The propaz worked very, Fantastic. very well. Absolutely beautiful for that. But again, if you have a big area on your back, I would start with Selsun Blue. Right. Sleep. Go ahead, put it on your back. Put you know, a pajama over it. Sleep with it. Get up in the morning. Take a shower. And then go ahead and use acne products. The scientific term for fungal acne is malassezia oh. folliculitis. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait. That, that word. No, see, yeah. that, that in word. your mind, that. in your mind, I did not say that word. Mala, what? I, Malasezia. Uh, uh, Malasezia. Not the Greek <laughs> word. It's not a Greek <laughs> word. <laughs> it sounds like. No, no, no. Anybody who's Greek knows what oh, that is. No. Take that out of your mind. <laughs> it was an acne that I was thinking about. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Malasezia. Malasezia. Folliculitis. Okay. All right. You said that rolls off your tongue really nicely, by the way. <laughs> the other word rolls off her tongue really nicely. That's why she's used Not to it. Mine, yours. See, this is what happens when we answer questions. So you can email yours to skindeathconvo at lyraclinical.com. That's skindeathconvo at lyraclinical.com. And our next episode is focused on protocols for dealing with acne. But now that we understand the science, let's take a more personal journey in our roundtable discussion. All right, joining us now for our roundtable discussion, we'd like to welcome back licensed esthetician Ella Cressman, also known as the High Hemp Priestess and also part of the education team for Lyra Clinical. And joining her is one of Ella's clients who's dealt with acne, Kailea Molin. So welcome to the show first off, ladies. Really excited to have you aboard. Thank you. Hi. I'm excited to be here. Good. Well, welcome back. Now, Kailea, thank you so much first off for opening up about your own personal experiences but can you let us know what it's like? When did you first start dealing with acne? Um, I started dealing with acne around like 13 and I've had it ever since, but Ella's helped me clear it up a lot. Have either of your parents ever had acne either younger or in their adult life? Yes, my mom did when she was younger. Okay. okay. Has she ever had any breakouts after her 20s? No, she hasn't. Okay. She did have quite, I mean, back then her mom was, that would be in the 80s. And she had some really experimental procedures um, done. Like they froze it with dry ice and different things. It was interesting. So now with her mom, what we're, sidebar, what we're dealing with a lot is the ramification of that or like the con continuing effects. So we do a lot of scar revision. Ella, what's Fitzpatrick? Ilea is a high four and her mom is like a high two, low three. And so it's it's a different approach with each of them because because of that. And then also different concerns. With her mom, we address texture scarring. And with Kailea, we have small textural because she's young. But mostly what we try to do is really look at the pigment that's caused because of her Fitzpatrick. 
Kalea, I'd love to ask you a question. When you get breakout, how long does it take you to get rid of the pigment that's left there? I mean, that trauma pigment, how long does it take you to get rid of it? Um, it takes quite a while, I'd say, like a few weeks at least. I think too, also before, because we've got around some really amazing products, <laughs> um, before it would take months, they would hang on, that trauma pigment would really hang on. I know with myself, when I get any type of breakout, it takes three weeks to three months to deal with my trauma pigment, all depending, again, how my skin is doing. And of course, like you said, all of the products that you're using. What's your Fitzpatrick, Fran? I'm a four. Okay. As far as picking, when you were younger, were you picking and trying to extract your own acne? No, I was too nervous to do that. I thought I would damage my skin. However, um, I did go to a dermatologist for a long time, put me on like Accutane in the end. So, ah, so, so you yeah. were on Accutane for how long? Um, I was on it twice. So the first time, probably about a year. And then probably about a year the second time as well. And Go how was your skin after you were on the Accutane? Um, pretty damaged, I'd say. <laughs> That's around when I met Ella. And we had to do a lot of work to get it back to normal, I'd say. I heard it's very common to take Accutane at least once or twice. Most people do say that they've had an experience with their skin being dry and irritated and sensitive, and it wasn't enough, and they would have to repeat. And then finally, after the second or third time, they would give up and still would have some acne breakouts. Yes, that's what I experienced. So I decided not to do it a third time because it didn't really help, I would say. It just changed my skin and I didn't really like it. The other part of that too is that free, like prescriptions are written pretty freely and I'm not saying anything bad about dermatologists, but there's definitely a one-track mind when it comes to acne, in my opinion. That, that is, you have acne, okay, well, let me give you something to, you know, remove all oil and dry it up. But the problem with Kailea is not only was it hereditary, but we live in a dry climate. And so hers was actually dry acne. And then when you're drying it out further with Accutane, it was extra dry. And then there was extenuating circumstances around that specifically when she did break out because she still broke out on Accutane the pigment was just lingering for months and months and months because her skin was depleted of you know the natural functions of skin as it's supposed to her skin wasn't operating normally so it wasn't able to heal correctly so what we did first and foremost with her was really nourish the skin and we took that approach we didn't do a lot of peeling we did quite a bit of mechanical exfoliation with her but we really just loved on it for a long time um, and did make sure she was on her home care. We checked in every month. We handled her skin with kid gloves. And then we started to slowly, as her skin started to normalize, we then took the approach of how do we resurface and how do we deal with this pigment at that point, the trauma pigment remnants. And so it was a slow roll, but I think that's kind of how it has to be once you've been on Accutane for one, but also as you're figuring out the problem. When you're dealing with acne, it's almost like uh, you're investigating. You're, you're on a little discovery where you're like, what about this? And what about this? And what about this? So obviously a, a few things had jumped out with her. And then along the way, every we do a treatment about every month. There's different times that there's different concerns, but we're able to remedy them a lot faster. Well, it sounds like uh, you weren't ready to do a peel the first time she walked in. And that's one of the things people don't realize is that you really do need to know your client. So when Kalea first came in, what type of treatments did you do on Kalea? Just mostly nutritive. So when we were looking at um, a lot of like the hydrating mineral mask from Lyra in particular, because we were trying to restore that healthy skin, a lot of hydrating, mostly loving so not even an enzyme. As we went on, we would toe in with something else. We would do like a dermaplane and then maybe two months later, we'd do the Vitabrite enzyme and then so on. We would definitely take baby steps with her skin. 
Well, what we found you know, with working with acne after they've been on Accutane is that the skin really can't take much more. So what, your pattern is very similar to what we've experienced. Literally, the skin needs a downtime, needs a healing process, and it really needs to be reassured because the skin that goes through so much trauma through all of this experience that going into a treatment right away too aggressively can cause actually even more issues and more concerns. And what's really funny is you might look at someone's skin and their skin looks great, but once you touch your skin with some type of treatment, they just flare up. They just all of a sudden, because underneath, you can't really visually see what's going on, but right in deeper in the epidermis, the skin is compromised from all that medication. We even, Kailea, you can speak to this, but we even had to do just tweezing our eyebrows. We couldn't even wax them for two years, probably almost yeah. three years. We would really take extra care with that. But then we got some really good peels. <laughs> we towed in, but before you know, it's like, kind of like working out. You can't run a marathon the day after you've gone to the gym for the first day, you know? We had to really train her skin to be strong enough to have that kind of endurance. Kalea, did you change any of your eating habits? Did anything change in your diet? Uh, yeah, I started eating a lot healthier, drinking a lot more water. I try to drink at least 80 ounces a day to help clear it up. And did you see a big difference right away, a few weeks? What would you say, what time period were you looking at? I would say it took like three weeks to a month to see a change. But after that, it's been continuous, like it's been good. Great, great. Ella, were you able to give her all that great information I see? Well, I have a, an out of my scope recommendation and that is fish oil and a fat glass of water in the morning because that really gets the cellular metabolism moving. Um, and then also life happens and you get out of your routines too. And we can identify those at every consultation we check back in and, oh, are you breaking out? What's going on? Are you off track? And, you know, no finger wagging, just saying, oh, okay. So you can understand where the client is at that time too. And that's happened, right, Kailea? Yes, definitely. <laughs> but no judgment. Kailea, <laughs> do you change products every season? Like, let's say after three months, do you change products as the season change? Um, I don't know if it's exactly three months, but I am always for changing stuff up for me to try. You guys have so many amazing products that seem to work good for my skin. So I will say I stay on like the ProLite continuously stuff like that. What I've learned is that when you have a good esthetician or a good therapist that really kind of works with you and takes the time to understand and educate you, I think a lot of that is helping with your results. It's an organ. The skin is an organ. You touch it, you reassure it. It feels good. It feels safe. And it really plays an important role. And I think a, a well-educated esthetician really could do a lot more than an esthetician who doesn't take the time to learn all the proper ingredients and all the safety steps they should do to proceed with these treatments. Because you can't just read a book and learn this. You really have to do the practical part of it. You have to practice. And I have to say what we've seen in your skin is a lot of what you've done, but a lot of what Ella's done. Mm -hmm. to support this result. To piggyback on that too, I think that what's important when you're treating acne is being flexible and not getting stuck of like, oh, I'm only going to use an acne line on this acne client. Mm -hmm. You have to think about what does this client need? And as Kai Kailea mentioned, we change it up with her needs. We don't get stuck in that routine either. So she may need a little bit more exfoliation, like by way of the pro pads or seasonally, maybe the C4 once or twice a week for her, or biohydrating mineral mist. It just kind of depends. We really listen to the skin, not just the client. You know, Kalea, we're doing this interview via Zoom, and I could see from your face, you have beautiful skin. And Thank you. How has your confidence level changed over the years to where you are now? Oh, I'm much more confident. Um, when I first had it, I was really insecure, and I tried to cover it up, and it would just look worse. I didn't want to go places if I had, like, bad flare-ups. 
And now I don't wear any makeup. I love going out, <laughs> doing things. Great. You look beautiful. Thank and you. Sun, how important is sunscreen to you? Very. <laughs> she got me on that. <laughs> she did. And especially using like a physical instead of chemical. Mm -hmm. So it's Absolutely. Yes. Use it all the time now. <laughs> Look at the smiles, Anna. Look at the smiles, both of them. You have them side by I'm side. I'm so proud you're, of her. <laughs> I know. You both have these huge smiles because it's it feels so good when you can give this much confidence and results. Both sides. I mean, I congratulate you both. We congratulate you both. Kalea, you. it sounds like Ella was a great coach during this time. It wasn't something that happened overnight. And it sounds like she really got you through the worst few weeks. Am I right, Ella? About 30 yeah. days is when yeah. it really is the time that you're going to start seeing the difference. But just getting there and still being coached on what to use, your skin looks just absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, she definitely helped a lot and made me realize it doesn't happen overnight and that's okay. I'm very cautious as, with that to explain when a client comes in, particularly for acne, like very clear, we're in this together. Do you commit to me for six months? Because I'm going to commit to you for six months. Because sometimes you need a little tweaking along the way and it gets better and then sometimes it gets a little worse before it gets even better than that. So I'm careful to explain that process with everyone uh, because we have this amazing knowledge uh, skill set as estheticians, but it takes a little time to understand the client, the unique qualities. So that's one of the things. The other thing, which is evident with Kylie, I'm so proud of her. And I do take a lot of time to educate the client, to, talk, to listen to their skin too. Like I'm the driver, but they can definitely help navigate. Becoming in tune with your skin means you understand exactly what the triggers are that'll set your skin off. So you know what to avoid or you know you have a little explanation as to what's going on. You said a key word, trigger. When March came around and COVID-19 came out and now we're all locked in and all the stress going around all of this. Kalea, did that affect your skin in any way, any of the stress? I did have some breakouts, but luckily I have products that I know I can use like once a week, twice a week that help clear it up. She was and locked sure and loaded at home. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Carly, I want to say thank you so much for joining us today, really sharing your personal experience with us. And Ella, thank you for everything that you do and all the information, the great information about acne. And so thank you very, very much for joining us today. Thank you, guys. Ella and Kalea, thank you so much for being here with us. You both look beautiful. And Kalea, <laughs> don't even look like you ever had acne. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. Looking, looking at you, I really am enjoying. I think I'm getting a grin on my face. Your smiles. It's just really a good relationship. And that's what I yeah. think aesthetics is. It's not just a two a five minute visit. It's a relationship. It's mm -hmm. a journey. And, and I think that you get to learn and, and enjoy each other's company and your journey is there. It's, it's written in your faces. And, and I'm really pleased and thankful that you guys shared. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> She's one of my favorite clients. Thank you, ladies. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. We really appreciate Kailea coming on to talk about her experiences when she was going through acne. Do you guys have any final remarks or any thoughts? I just think it's really nice to be able to, to hear a client, a patient's version on some of her thoughts and some of her results and have an esthetician kind of guide you through some of her experiences. I think it's really nice and I really appreciate her doing that for us. I also wanted to say about Accutane. Accutane was really a popular drug back in the 80s. Uh, when we were working at Dr. Bruce Cohen's office, uh, it was like a new discovery to have this pill that was going to get rid of acne, which really didn't. And my second son, Billy, went on it because it was a common thing to do at that mm -hmm. time. I mean, I think you had a couple little pimples and you were going on Accutane because most of the high schoolers were doing it at that time. Accutane now is in generic form. I think there's two, three different generic forms of Accutane. But whenever using Accutane, really be really careful 
I would really say to our viewers, check side effects mm -hmm. because we've seen and noticed side effects that we didn't understand back then. So it's really important to kind of be sure that you're taking it when it really is a last resort. Yeah, and sometimes those side effects can be worse. Make sure you talk to a doctor. There are people who do need it. There are things you can do. And we're going to get into that more in our next episode, what you can do, how to work with your esthetician. We saw what happened with Kailea. This is a podcast, but we did a Zoom session with her in the interview. And she's absolutely beautiful. Her skin looks beautiful. And it's a lot of work. Yes, I wanted to say I want to thank Kailea for talking to us about acne and her personal experience with acne. But one of the key things that we found out is she had somebody guiding her, explaining to her the situation. And when things things would trigger acne. She was able to identify how to deal with it. So it is very important to have somebody on the journey with you when you're dealing with acne because you are going to have up and downs. You're going to have more breakouts during different times, either hormonal, stress, vitamins, whatever. But it's very important to have that person with you and understand when to use stronger products and when not to use stronger products and use hydrating products and to use products that put back in, use probiotics, balancing the skin. And this is what I think the professional offers to people who have acne. It's not a one pill or one treatment. It is a journey and it's something that you need to be aware of, understand your skin and, and treat your skin as it goes. Like she said, seasonal changes, stress changes. But once you get it under control and you see the signs, you could actually treat it. And having a higher Fitzpatrick, I'm also a Fitzpatrick four, that I have to deal with more melanin. So does Kalea. That means that you really do need to constantly manage that pigment during breakouts and you never know when you're going to have a breakout. So you constantly need to be on some type of melanin suppressant so you don't have pigment issues. Yeah, and that's something we'll get into also next week is the different skin types, the differences between men and women. So there are a lot of differences and there are different ways to take care of acne issues. But for now, let's talk about some product showcases for Lyra Clinical. What's something that Lyra would like to promote this week? The whole entire ice line. The Ice Line has our fabulous healing peptide delivery system that protects the skin, calms down inflammation as it delivers actives into the skin to help clean out the follicle. It's a one, two different awards for the whole group of our Ice Line. So, I mean, it's a fantastic line. It's a fantastic group that we have. And what's nice about it, we also put that same healing peptide delivery system in our phenomenal pro pads. Well, wonderful. And if you'd like to find out more info, check out lyraclinical.com. And you could also ask any questions to Skin Depth Convo at lyraclinical.com. And again, a big thank you to Kailea Molin for sharing her story. Also to Ella Cressman for joining us on the show today. And thank you to all of those who sent in questions. And remember to keep sending in your questions. And also remember to subscribe and rate a Skin Depth Convo on iTunes and all your other favorite directories. Thanks, Anna. Thank you, Anna. Thank you so much. And make sure to keep listening to A Skin Depth Convo. I'm Anna Kakaragis, and we'll talk soon.